Welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Newman, and welcome back to our 12 days of magical self-care. So today, on day five, I want to continue to focus on becoming present. Yes, (laughs) we're going there again because it is so fundamental to your self-care. Yesterday, we looked at being present in your body using your senses. Today, we're going to look at what it means to stay energetically present. We often overlook the energetic aspect of us, but it's essential. People often talk about being in alignment, but think in terms of their actions aligning with their desire. But if it was that easy, so many more people would be experiencing more of what they actually desire. What they overlook is the energetic aspect of us, the part of us that stores memories and patterns. Because we we can't generally see it, it's easier to ignore, and yet you are influenced by it all the time. We are energetic beings. We talk in terms of energy. I'm exhausted, burnt out, wired, frazzled. I cover this in more detail in my book, Ditch the Doubt. But here's what you need to be aware of. Every day you're in contact with people around the world. You interact with family and friends, colleagues, acquaintances and neighbours. You scroll through social media, watch the news and learn what's going on politically. Perhaps you experience conflict or have uncomfortable conversations with others. You may have arguments or disagreements. Regardless, every time someone comes into contact with you and offloads their angst on you, you take it on in your energetic system. The same happens when you share their fears or concerns or ask your advice or when you witness or experience trauma or tragedy. Additionally, we're all constantly surrounded by judgments, negative opinions, disempowering thoughts, media and advertising, movies, shows, social media... And of course, most of us own all kinds of devices that encourage us to scroll excessively. On top of this, the world bombards us with messages about who we should be, what we should do, how we should spend our time, what we should achieve and accomplish. Together, all of these interactions and experiences immerse us in an energetic smog, an energetic smog of other people's thoughts, feelings, fears, judgments and opinions. And that smog can make it impossible to clearly see what belongs to you and what belongs to other people. This in turn can leave you uncertain about what you really want and what you are and aren't comfortable doing and making happen. I'm sure you've experienced the feeling of having a great day until someone who isn't having a great day, they come along and all they want to do is moan. Then after they leave, you just feel drained. Or you watch a film and even though you know it's just a story, you still find yourself crying or angry at the injustice of one of the characters. Many years ago, I watched the film called Into the Wild, which had such a sad ending that I physically felt off for hours after the film finished. This happens because every time we interact with someone or something, even if it's fictional, we exchange energy with it and it creates an energetic connection. Some of those connections are tiny with very little emotional charge. Perhaps someone held the door open for you and you said thank you. The energetic cord from this kind of exchange would be less than the thickness of a single hair and would naturally dissolve and release as the day went on. You might not even remember the exchange a couple of days later. But some energetic connections are far more substantial and create a higher emotional charge. For example, if you had a major disagreement with someone the energetic exchange and resulting connection will be much more significant. Think of these energetic cords as massive data cables that send and receive information between you and the person you're connected to. Now, this kind of cord can be a positive thing. 
is someone loves you unconditionally and supports you. You can receive that love and support through your connection with them. However, the opposite is also true. People can project their fears and judgments along the cord and you can pick up on them. Some of the things you might notice if you experience this kind of unsupportive energetic exchange include doubting yourself, making a decision and then changing your mind, feeling like you're taking three steps forward and then stumbling two steps back. Back when I first started training in kinesiology, um, the tutor recommended a particular psychic protection class. The teacher for that class described picking up on other people's energy in this way. She says, imagine you're a farmer who's been out in the fields mucking out the animals all day. When you come home in your muddy boots and dirty overalls, do you just sit on the couch straight away? Of course not. That would be ridiculous. You'd leave mud and muck all over your home. So it just doesn't make sense. And your energetic health is the same way, except you don't see the mud, but I'm sure you absolutely feel it. I wasn't really into the idea of psychic anything at the time, but I went along to the class anyway, and that training was probably some of the most valuable of my life because it started my interest and research into energetic health and hygiene. And gradually, as I learnt more about the topic, I became more aware of how other people interacted with my energy and how I used my own energy with them. I grew more conscious about how I interacted with others and started to take responsibility for how I showed up, not only in life, but in relationships too. I also learned to take responsibility for my past decisions and actions and take greater responsibility for my choices moving forward. If I felt drained or depleted around certain people, I gradually learned how to clear those feelings and come back to my own energy, back to my own centre. And with time, I even stopped allowing others to drain or deplete my energy. Instead, I began to quickly recognise that depletion was imminent and protect my energy by setting clear boundaries. Learning about energetic hygiene taught me to understand where my energy ended in the world and where other people's began. Whenever I noticed an intense emotion, I could quickly distinguish whether it was mine if I was picking up from someone else or the collective energy around me. And to this day, one of the questions I always ask my clients when they're like, oh my goodness, I feel so overwhelmed. I'm like, is it yours? Okay, it's a really powerful question. That feeling, that emotion, is it yours? So yes, if it's yours, brilliant, you can deal with it. If it's not yours, you can do what you need to do to let it go. So these techniques that I've learned, they really work. And even after 20 years of working energetically with thousands of clients, I never pick up on anyone else's stuff, much less keep it with me. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm highly intuitive and have many clairs. So, you know, finely tuned senses that go beyond the physical. Think clairvoyance, clairseeing, clairaudience for clairhearing, etc. And I still use my clairs appropriately when I need to. But I always choose when, where and how I use these skills, which means they never overwhelm me. Another part of avoiding overwhelm is to routinely use the practices that I'm about to share with you. These practices help you make powerful choices about overcoming obstacles that come your way Plus, they can help discern the times when you need lean when you need to lean into a setback and when you need to keep going. And best of all, they help help you feel clearer about your choices, about any decisions that you need to make. No more two steps forward, three steps back. So here's a practice I want to share with you to keep your energy running smooth and clear. So here's just a very quick outline for you, but it's a really powerful process. I call it the sacred practice. Um, It's going to help you get clear on what you want to do and how you want to show up in the world. 
So just taking a moment each morning or really any time throughout the day, but in the morning is a really powerful time to do this. This practice will create a massive shift in your ability to make choices based in your centred clarity rather than fear and overwhelm, which means you can prioritise yourself, your needs, your self-care. So SACRED is an acronym. If you've been following me for a while, you know I do love an acronym. So we have SACRED and six-step process. So first of all, we strip. We strip off all jewellery, all crystals, and just start to notice how your energy feels as it naturally flows through your body. We put on jewellery and crystals because we want to change our energy. Maybe we want to energise it, calm it down, give us more confidence. But I want you to feel into your energy as it is in its natural state. Next, we do something to align our energy. So we send back any energy that's not ours. Just imagine like a picture, a thread or a cord detaching from you and just slithering back to where it came. So you come back to centre and into the present moment. You can do this by burning herbs, by doing movement, by dance, by sound, any way that you know to align your body. And then we connect to your higher self. You might just want to take a moment to close your eyes, put your hand over your heart space and just imagine connecting to your deepest wisdom, your highest knowing, again, in any way that feels good to you. Next, we root into your miraculous body. Yes, we are getting present again. So we're feeling yourself connected here on our beautiful planet. Imagine roots coming out of your feet and into the earth so you are grounded, present, here and now. Then we encircle. Encircle yourself with beautiful, positive energy. Imagine like a psychic boundary. I always think of it like a psychic immune system. It's keeping out those things that don't serve you and letting in that which you do. I often like to imagine a purple bubble around me because the purple is tapping into that traditional energy of the violet flame of transformation. And then finally, the important part. So we've stripped, we've aligned, we've connected, we've rooted, we've encircled. And now you get to decide how you're going to direct your energy. What do you want to experience in the coming day or week? Feel your energy drawing it towards you with powerful intentions and actions. So like I said at the beginning, people often talk about alignment, but they're only aligning their actions and their thoughts, but they're forgetting about all the judgments, the expectations, all the reasons that this has never happened to you before. And it's because the energetic piece isn't there when we can strip and feel into our own body, when we can align with our own energy, clearing away those thoughts, those judgments, those expectations, when we can connect to our higher self and root into the present being held by Mother Earth, when we can set up that boundary, that energetic boundary around us by encircling ourselves with our own energy, it gives us a very clear foundation to make those decisions so we can move forward with clarity and ease. So you can do this practice as often as you like. Each time you do it, you'll become a little more connected to yourself and your energy, to your highest wisdom and more present. So as always, don't forget to come and let us know how you found the practice. Come and share it over in our community. Um, I'll link in the show notes and I'll see you tomorrow for day six, where we'll look at how you can add some practical and magical self-care to your already established morning routine. So I will see you then.